When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hail Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Great to have you in. Hale Varsity Radio Road Show Friday. We're out here at Wilderness Ridge. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. It's just an amazing day. Not only is football back tomorrow, Nebraska at Northwestern, but it is uh, November 6th. It is 77 degrees. And our feet are, well, not, they're not kicked up, but uh, man, it is just phenomenal weather. We're out here at Wilderness Ridge uh, here in Lincoln out on the deck. You are invited out. I see plenty of appetizers. I see uh, the wine is flowing. There's lots of red here on the deck. Blackshirt Husker NFLer Jay Moore is on site. He hung the clubs up uh, just a little bit ago, and <laughs> he is here, our dear friend and insider Mike Shuart. Shuey is uh, also at the table, and uh, we invite you out. Numbers to get in, 466-3776-466-3776-800-825-5865. can find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio at Mike Shuart and at jmore44. Email chris at hailvarsity.com. Elijah Herbal is staring at a picture of the sun back in studio. Bless his heart. Derek Peterson, Dr. Petey's coming up from Hale Varsity in 20 minutes. The pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman, will uh, no doubt uh, go off on the color purple uh, in about uh, one hour uh, and how it shouldn't be part of uniforms. And we will uh, hear from Clausburn. A massive roundtable with the Friday forecast coming up. Guys, it's awesome to see you. It's fantastic to be here at Wilderness Ridge for Happy Hour with Ale Varsity. Thank you both for stopping in and hanging out. And uh, how good does it feel to have football uh, a lot better than 10 other games that were scheduled tomorrow that are now postponed. But, wow, uh, what, a, what a day to be out on the deck. Enjoy the weather. And what a ball game, what an opportunity tomorrow for Nebraska. It is. I mean, and we're, <laughs> the equipment set up I saw in the locker room, so I think there's going to be football tomorrow. There you is. Know, I'm still I, not, I love Nebraska equipment tweeting that right, out. Right, like, okay, it's, it's, I think it's going to happen. You know, not, not, no, uh, I don't foresee <laughs> old, any The old dumb and dumber gift. Right, right, correct. So you're saying there's, there's a, a chance. chance. <laughs> you're right. Um, no, it's One great. in a thousand? Right. Weather's, a right. <laughs> <laughs> Weather is, uh, yeah, weather's great here. You can't complain. I mean, what we had here, you're, we're stealing some days. But, yeah, you get football. Football get at Northwestern, you know, it, it would make it better is, you know, having about 40,000 Nebraska fans there. And you there know, would have been. There would have been. 100% there would have been. But it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to get better. It's an opportunity to uh, get a win and uh, learn how to win some football games, get some confidence for this football program going forward, and an opportunity to just get better. And that's that's all you can ask for right now. And you're playing a hell of a football team in a 2-0 Northwestern. You've said it uh, this week on Big Red Wrap-Up. You said it this morning with us on KFOR. But it is about confidence. You get confidence through 
doing. You get confidence through success. Shuey, you work with so many folks on their golf game, and it's repetition. It's practice. It's practice, and then it's translation to uh, winning a few bucks with that two-foot putt, right? With That's your, exactly with your, right. Who's putting two-footers? Come on. Those are gimmies. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Those are gimmies. Exactly. Uh, depends the group you, right you, curve, you, you yeah. play Jeez. with. <laughs> yeah. Tight so, wads. So the, the point I'm saying here is this. It's about the confidence side of things. And, you know, there's a ton of storylines to get into with this because Nebraska has been been aching and itching and they're really salty they want to go play football and, and that was taken away from them last Saturday how difficult is it for Nebraska for lack of a better term to just okay you saw some good things against Ohio State there's a lot you need to fix they're elite by the way but you have that impromptu week off how even through practice how difficult is it going to be for Nebraska to just kind of go flip the switch and go do their thing uh, for their abbreviated game, too? Do you, do you worry about a little rust tomorrow? And, and it's such a screwy season. So I, I don't know. I want your perspective uh, just because uh, you've you've lived it. Yeah, a little concerning, you know. I mean, it's just concerning you're without uh, two of your starting secondary for the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that rule needs, obviously – that should have been there should have been an addendum to uh, that where if you've, you've got that a game would require canceled. communication from the Big Ten yeah, and foresight that, well, and forethought right yeah and that's apparently it's kind of like, like the two foot putt right right it's <laughs> apparently doesn't happen I mean <laughs> it's, it's it's comical but that's just what we've that's just what we've come to expect so that's the neighborhood right, we're in right, man uh-huh. <laughs> um, a little bit yeah you know it's I mean if you want to relate this to golf it's like okay I've I've hit a ton of balls in the range i'm beating balls in the range i'm beating balls in the range i'm getting good at being a good range player but guess what doesn't that doesn't count i can hit the guy on the uh, the golf right, ball uh, right. picker upper guy yeah i'm it's pretty right. good at hitting a 100 yard shot 150 <laughs> yard shot you know to you know and having no circumstances when it, and all of a sudden you get out there and it matters and you see water and hazards and ob stakes and you're like oh you know, now it's someone different. Linebackers and know. left tackles, right? And quarterbacks, and you, and you got to execute when it matters. You know, it, you know, you drop a pass, uh, I'll, I'll get the next one. Well, you know what? You you fumble. That's okay. I'll hang on. Well, no. no now it matters. matters. Yeah. Now it matters. And um, you know, you you can re- you can hope to recover from some of those, but Nebraska's just not good enough to recover from making too many bonehead mistakes. You know, and they've that's what's hurt them for. I mean, hell, for you know, Years. decade, you know, last decade or so. Um, is shooting themselves in the foot. And, I mean, they're walking around with no feet. I mean, that's just this pro, you know. Um, no more toes. Right. So, you know, it's a little concerning. It, it is. But, you know, I'd be a little more concerned if we were playing, I don't know, you know, Michigan or, you know. or you, Higher talent right. level. But, but, but. To, to flip it, though, I mean, Northwestern, that's just – but they – Northwestern does not make mistakes. If they do, it's rare. Um, they they rarely have – they're one of the least penalized football teams in all of the nation and into the Big Ten. They rarely turn it over. They get a lot of turnovers. I mean, they've got seven turnovers so mm-hmm. far through two games. Um, and they just – they know who they are. I mean, they're down 17 nothing early to Iowa, and they just – they stay on pace. Yep. They don't try to get outside themselves. They don't try to chase anything. They stay patient and say, hey, you know, there's a lot of football t- – t- game left and we can go and win this thing so a little concerning but you know 
this is it is what I mean. Crazier things have happened. I mean, who would have? You know, I mean, Michigan State goes and beats Michigan last last week. I mean, that's, Any, anything can happen on a right. on a given. And, Saturday. and this is they're they're mm-hmm. two evenly matched teams. They are. I mean, honestly, I'd, you'd, you, if you want to match up recruiting rankings, Nebraska's way Blows higher. Out but, of the water. Or, but that doesn't matter. You know, I mean, that just doesn't matter. Fitzgerald gets his teams to play well and play physical and play smart. Uh, Nebraska has to do the same to match up with them. You know, flipping that switch, Shuey, and and I I'm feeling good. I'm super optimistic about tomorrow. I think Nebraska is going to channel disappointment and extra time and practice. They're going to do all of that and, and do it the right way. And, and I think they're a more talented football team. They still got to go do it. It's not a magic button or wand where all of a sudden you um, stop opening fire on your own feet and, and toes like we're talking about with Nebraska's mistakes. But I think I think the guys last time in Columbus obviously had a really good scheme going, great play call and game plan and execution with Nebraska the first half of Ohio State, and then they saw it unravel the final four minutes and then that third quarter. And the thing that sticks out to me, and I think the, the, the kids know this, and it's, it's kind of up to them, where look how well the first half win against number two in the country. You're, you're, you hold them to three. You're down 17-14. You're tied, quite honestly, with four minutes left to go. Every time you didn't screw up on your own, you drove the field. You got some big plays. You scored. You were tied. You were even with them, and these guys are, are all world talents. And then you see the second half where Nebraska drove it three times and ended up with three points. They had penalties in the second half, and then they had the two monster fumbles in the second half to keep within striking distance. Eventually, uh, you can only be told so many times uh, that these things will kill you. You felt it as a team, as a group of guys, uh, against Ohio State, and then you, you got drilled 52-17. to 17. And then the national media got in line to uh, to swing away at you again. So there's a lot of that swirling around. And then last week happens, you get made fun of again. I think Nebraska's ready to take it out on somebody, and I think they can concentrate and be better uh, as a group, as a unit, when it comes to penalties, when it comes to mistakes, and when it comes to ball security. I think now is the time they do take that step forward and actually take care of themselves, clean themselves up. They've they've seen it enough. And I liked what Adrian said earlier in the week as well. I mean, he addressed it about, you know, I've had problems with turnovers and fumbles, uh, and the the number's huge. I mean, it's 21 or 22 fumbles in in his career, and that that just can't happen. Do you automatically stop being that player, or does it slow you down? Uh, from, from making plays and, and you keep that no fear of failure mantra I think I think they put it together uh, for the first time and do show some consistency and I think the extra time they've had to work and practice although they're bored with it they they put it <laughs> yeah. to good use I, maybe I'm too optimistic Shuey but I think this is the game that maybe you start and if I'm listening to Scott Frost and I believe him about turning the corner and, and I think you've got an opponent that you're as good or better than you're more talented than some of your uh, your young pups uh, they'll need to step up but your younger guys have played well i think they can go do it tomorrow and, and probably do it if, if things break right and they they do stay clean 
do it convincingly so it's not a, a seven Jack Daniels Saturday hanging on in the fourth quarter against Northwestern. Well, that's the key. I mean, they have to be consistent in what they do. I mean, that's what's killed them all year is like they get some momentum. They get feeling decent about themselves. And then all of a sudden they turn it over penalty. I mean, they just they can't keep some consistency and momentum going. You know, when they get a few drives, they look awesome at times when they do that. But they're just they have such a propensity of just making a mistake at the wrong time. Is that a mental thing or is it just lack of concentration? uh, I think it's a little mental thing, actually. You know, because sometimes as you try. Oops, when when, when is something bad going to happen? I call it my bomb theory. Okay, let me me hear this bomb theory, Shuey. You're holding this bomb in your hand. You just don't know when it's going off, but you know it's going (laughs) off. You've got it with you. (laughs) So you can drive it right down the middle of the fairway, perfect five holes in a row, but you you know you're going to hit a snap hook out of bounds sooner or later. You just don't know when it's coming. Yeah, Nebraska has a a case of the PBFUs, (laughs) the post-birdie. F ups, yeah. okay. you know they've made a good play. Then good oh, catch bird, right? <laughs> you know they have, they have a good streak. You know they get off to a good drive, and then they get some good things going, and then boom, you know they just they they shoot themselves in the foot. It is, they can't they can't get out of their own way. Now, sometimes I think it's a lack. Like they, this team tries to do too much. Sometimes, in my opinion, I think okay. Adrian tries to do. I think that's that's not a they, negative, but he tries to do like when he fumbles that ball against Ohio State, like cut it up. Cut it up. He probably gets close to the first number. He tries you to have bounce the it. First. Yeah, he tries to bounce it. He has a knack for trying to bounce it. I, and he, I don't know if that's a good habit or a bad habit. He's not the fastest guy. He's not. I don't. Th- I don't him. think it's a. Uh, I'm afraid of contact thing. It's I want to get five more yards. Yeah, thing. but sometimes, but but sometimes you gotta eat it. Like you know, it's like learn Pick to your battles. Learn to throw the ball away as a QB. Yeah. Don't force it. Sometimes you know, a, a, a second and ten is is better than back on the bench after you threw a pick. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just learning to you know pick pick and choose your battles. They not they don't they don't they haven't won enough to play consistent enough. They either way too high or they're way too low. Okay, we're talking and it's like man, medium you can't, pace you here. Can't play that way. It's like you make. Four or five really good plays, man. They think they're on top of the world. They're Superman. They're doing whatever they do, and they're way too high. Then all of a sudden, something unforeseen happens. They turn the ball over, penalty. Then they get way too low. They're way too up and down in how they play, you know. They, they get going really good. They feel really good. They can do anything. And then the minute something bad happens, man, they go completely the other way. And it's like that's that's what Northwestern does really good. They're, they're not in too the high. Moment. They're not too low. They just... They make their play. They go on. They do the next. They, they and this is what they do. So they're just super even keeled in how they play. Down, like Jay was saying, man, they're down 17 nothing, but they just kept doing what they're doing because that's what they do. You know, they don't panic because they have to get 17 points. No, they just do what they do and they chip away at it. They chip away. They keep chipping away, chipping away. Nebraska, they'll get it all, but they're gonna get nothing. And it's like they gotta learn how to just keep do what you do. That's part of the progress of. of turning that corner that I think Coach Frost is talking about, right, with being able to be even keel. And, Shuey, I think you're on the money with the, the you're the, the too high or the too low. You got to just, going to be gray area. And gray area is okay because that means you're not down in the dumps and, and you're not on a false fool's gold high. Yeah. You got to learn when to when to press the, press the brake or press the gas a little bit, too. I think good, I mean, that's just in sports in general. Sometimes you know, you're just, you're going, you're just, okay, we're hanging in there, we're hanging in there, we're hanging in there, we're hanging in there, and then all of a sudden, here's our chance, now we go. You know, and it's like, okay, we, we caught a couple bad bounces of the ball, a couple bad breaks, let's let's hold up, let's 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 hold the water, and then and then you, you're like, okay, now we can go again. 
you know, it's just you, you, he Chewie hit it on the head. It's you can't get too high. You can't get that's a sense any sport sporting game you play, um, anything with a ball or stick or whatever. I mean, you just you got to stay in the moment and mm-hmm. just play and. and I, th- I think he hit that on the head. Like they just yeah. get they they get they, they get they get over, they get over their skis a little too fast, too quick, yeah. and they're like, whoa, you know. And so they get going really fast. Like, okay, we're, we're going to fall here in a minute, and uh, let's uh, you know let's try to let's try to pull the reins back. But uh, they saying that gray area would be really really good for this team. Jay Moore is here. Mike Schuart's here. Chris Schmidt. It's happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're at Wilderness Ridge. A beautiful Friday afternoon. Seventy-seven sunny. Just perfect out on the deck. Come out and enjoy uh, beautiful fall weather here at Wilderness Ridge. Bring your clubs. Get a tee time for this weekend for sure. Go see Shuey. And uh, we're going to talk some more Nebraska and Northwestern. Come see us. We're here till 6. Stay for dinner. I am going to fire up a, a bison burger, I think. I love that. And, uh, so the, good. the beer is cold, is, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, Derek Peterson's going to join us. Hale Varsity continues. Roadshow Friday. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're out at Wilderness Ridge here till 6. And we're back. Fellas, I think we could listen to the radio. On Hale Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Yes! That's awesome! Thanks for hanging out. Hale Varsity Radio Road Show. It's happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're here at Wilderness Ridge. An amazing fall afternoon on a Friday out on the deck. Folks are enjoying wine, some cocktails, some appetizers, sunshine, and the breeze is very comfortable. Jay Moore is here. Mike Schuhart is here. Chris Schmidt, thanks for spending time. Elijah Herbal back at our uh, Hale Varsity Studios, uh, ESPN Lincoln. We uh, welcome in the pride of Oklahoma, uh, Derek Peterson, uh, beat writer, and does a great job covering Nebraska uh, with HaleVarsity.com and magazine. Uh, Dr. Petey, yeah, Dr. Petey HV is where you follow and find him on Twitter. Doctor, good doctor, what are you doing today? Are you on the road for some playoff football? Uh, not for playoff football. I'm on the road to Evanston. Uh, actually, about 15, 20 minutes ago, across the road uh, into Illinois. So, gonna have me some Chicago pizza tonight and uh, watch some Nebraska football in person for the first time this year tomorrow. Man, that is a uh, high level of jealousy emanating from me. So, good <laughs> on you. You are uh, off to Evanston. That's a sweet town. My buddy uh, Riles, not that Riles, but another Riles from Chicago. Uh, always shakes his head at those folks who go deep dish and throws some arrows, says, you tourists going with the deep dish. Deep dish. If you ask Vogel, he'll tell you to go with the uh, the, the hot beef, the, the Chicago beef, the Italian beef. But you are, you are what, what pizza are you, you uh, zeroed in on tonight? Where are you going? Well, I say tonight. Um, I'm still trying to decide if I'm. It depends on when I get there. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to go to. Uh, there's a Luminati's that's close to Evanston. That's going to be close to my hotel, uh, or if I want to drive into downtown Chicago and go to Geno's. Geno's is is uh, to me. Geno's is like one of the top five restaurants that I've ever eaten at. So I still have to decide if I'm I'm leaning towards going into town uh, tomorrow evening after after all of our stuff is written and posted on LRC.com and getting me some some pizza and watching the night game from there. You know, this is just uh, uh, my take, but 
I would go into downtown Chicago. You're young, yep. vibrant. You don't yep. need sleep. It's an early <laughs> kickoff. Uh, do it all <laughs> to do it we all didn't get to go. dr Petey. we didn't get to go this year we didn't get to go for 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 football media days and and I we're know. not going to get to be there obviously for basketball media days doesn't happen so uh, i got to take advantage of it while i can right no i got you what do you think about tomorrow here what are two storylines you're circled in on with nebraska and what are a couple of things you have uh concerns about with northwestern let's get into the game yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really close game. Um, I think Brandon Vogel on his podcast Thursday did a really good job of breaking down why it's going to be close. Um, when Nebraska has the football, it's going to be good on good. Um, Northwestern's defense is, is legitimately one of the, the better units in the country. Um, offensively, they're still kind of coming, al- coming along and, and trying to figure out you know, with a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback how they're going to play. Um, they've got some new pieces and still trying to figure that out. But but defensively, they've got three linebackers that are as good as any in the country. Um, they've got, I, I think, I ran the numbers yesterday. I think there are three linebackers, Patty Fisher, Blake, Blake Gallagher, and Chris Bergen. I think in 120-ish game, career games between the three of them, which is ridiculous in and of itself, they have, I think the number is 762 career tackles. Um, these dudes are, are have played a lot of Big Ten football. Um, they are excellent linebackers. They are Fisher is an excellent inside mm-hmm. linebacker. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Nebraska does with Wondell Robinson because if if it has Omar Manning, which it seems like you know there's the potential that they will, which would be a good sign. You know, signs pointing in the positive direction there. Um, he's not going to come in right away and be an NFL receiver that's going to get targeted 12 times and you know go over 100 yards. That's not. I, I don't think that's what we should expect from him tomorrow. But if they have you know a couple packages for him, a couple plays here or there that, that they can dial up for him, and suddenly Nebraska has a, a vertical passing game, the likes of which it didn't have against Ohio State. Um, what does that do for Wando Robinson in terms of working kind of the underneath stuff, working in the middle of the field, some of the, the intermediate stuff? Um, can they get him matched up on linebackers? Because, you know, Northwestern secondary, which has had to replace a couple guys, has to worry about a deep threat. Can they get a guy like Alante Brown onto the field more um, and, and, you know, have him be somebody that will maybe stretch the defense with his speed? Um, they got... Wandale six touches against Ohio State, and I think you know they'll, they'd tell you privately, and they told us publicly that that wasn't that probably wasn't enough. Um, so I'm curious to see what they do with him offensively, and, and, and you know the biggest X factor with Nebraska for for opponents trying to prepare for this offense is what happens with Luke McCaffrey. Um, I don't think we saw everything that they're that they're going to roll out with Luke in Week One. I think there's still a bunch of stuff that maybe they held back. But for me, the best player on the offensive side of the ball for Nebraska is still Wanda Robinson. And this offense is about getting those types of players the ball as much as possible in space for them to make plays. So I'm curious what they do with him. And then, you know, on the other side of the ball, it's can you carry over the, the good stuff that you had two weeks ago against Ohio State in the front seven? Um, I thought Will Honus and Colin Miller played well. I thought the defensive line for stretches played really well. Um, especially against probably the best offensive line that they're going to see all season. So, you know, if if, if Nebraska can can carry some of that stuff over defensively, um, you know, the game should be decided by who wins that good-on-good battle when Nebraska has the ball. 
Derek Peterson's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. He is on the way to Evanston, Nebraska Northwestern. We're here at Wilderness Ridge, an amazing fall afternoon. Come see us out here on the deck, 4 to 6, happy hour with Hale Varsity. Shuey is here, Jay Moore is here, Chris Schmidt, and uh, Dr. Petey from Hale Varsity is checking in on the way to Evanston. So uh, right on the money with the uh, Wandale Robinson needs touches. Wandale Robinson is an X factor. Uh, defensively, you know what what is Nebraska likely to do uh, with with Ramsey? And we remember Ramsey from last year, so he knows about Nebraska. Nebraska knows about him. It's a different offense with different dudes at Northwestern, but third down's uh, been circled, right? Nebraska didn't do their job on third down against Ohio State. That's okay because Ohio State's going to do that to a lot of teams, but Ramsey's intriguing to me with his athleticism, and we'll get into this, Jay, with you next segment, but Derek, your your thoughts, what, what does Nebraska do to get off the field on third down? Do they kind of play reactionary and spy a guy like Ramsey who can hurt him with his feet, or or do they get aggressive and come after him? Uh, I'm going to be boring and say Nebraska is going to win third down by what it does on first and second down. That's um, fine. Ramsey, you know, you know, Peyton Ramsey is a guy. He, he, just in terms of his career numbers, he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the Big Ten, playing in the Big Ten right now. Um, and and yes, Nebraska fans will remember him from the game uh, with Indiana last year, where he helped a Hoosier team beat Nebraska in Memorial Stadium. And, I, I, you know, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, obviously, but I think he threw maybe 30 times in that game, upwards of 30 times in that game, close to it. Um, he threw 18 passes against Iowa. You know, they've, they've, this Northwestern team has run the ball 113 times in two games, and they've thrown it 48 times, I believe. Um, so, and, and I talked to a Northwestern writer for my podcast, and she said that's kind of – you know, with, with the offensive coordinator coming over from Boston College, that's kind of his M.O. That's kind of what they expect moving forward. Um, so it, Ramsey is a graduate transfer, a guy that's just really, really accurate, not going to make a ton of mistakes, fits Northwestern well. Um, you know, you, you start to toss around words like game manager. Um, so for Nebraska, Northwestern, it, it, it seems like Northwestern is going to try to run the ball um, and try to, you know, stay ahead of the chain, stay in plus situations so that those third downs are manageable for Peyton Ramsey. He doesn't have to be Superman. Um, they've, they've faced 35 third downs through two games, which is the most in the Big Ten so far. Um, and, and, you know, going back to Brandon's podcast, um, you know, he, he, I thought he hit the nail on the head when he said, you know, that's good. They've converted 51% of those so far. That's good. But that's living life on the edge. Um, and they've played a, a – I won't say bad, up and down Maryland team that we're not sure about, and they played Iowa. So, you know, Nebraska defensively, they look good against Ohio State for stretches, right? So, you know, if, if you're facing 17 third downs against Nebraska, like, if you can if you can handle your business from the Cornhuskers' perspective, if you can handle your business on first and second down and make those third downs third and long, like, sooner or later, right, like, Nebraska's not going to be giving up pass interference penalties every time they face a third and eight. Right, like sooner or later, the switch is going to flip. They're going to have one of those games where it's not a, you know, a an eight for thirteen kind of game for the opposing offense on third down, just because Nebraska constantly shot itself in the foot. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. And there's nobody on Northwestern's wide receiver core that, that truly scares you in a third and long situation. So, if, if you handle your business on first and second, um, you know, I think you got to feel good. 
Derek Peterson on the way to Evanston uh, with HaleVarsity.com and magazine at Dr. Petey HV. And, uh, of course, his podcast, The Varsity Club, uh, with Herdad Media, Jay Moore, more to it. Uh, get those uh, locked in and uh, subscribe. So, uh, Derek, uh, about uh, 90 seconds here. Tell me why Nebraska wins. Tell me why Northwestern wins. Uh, Northwestern will win because Nebraska um, either looks a little rusty after you know a week off that they didn't want to have, um, or Nebraska continues to make some of those mistakes. Uh, Northwestern's got seven turnovers forced to the defense in the first two. A team on your mistakes. Nebraska can't turn the ball over. Can't have those kind of crippling fumbles that Adrian Martinez seems to have. Seems to have had problems with throughout his career. Um, Nebraska will win if you know if the, if the exact opposite. If the offense is dynamic, um, their offense is better. Frankly, um, it, Nebraska's offense is better than Northwestern's. It's dynamic. Uh, it's it's potentially explosive. It's potentially high scoring. So if Nebraska can you know can take care of its own business. Um, I don't know that Northwestern has the firepower on the other side of the ball to keep up with them. They're just, that's just not the way that they're built. So if Nebraska can win those one-on-one matchups on offense, um, you know, this game is a toss-up game for a reason. Derek Peterson, HaleVarsity.com and Magazine. And uh, read him, follow him. He'll be reporting live from Evanston tomorrow as he's on the way to uh, Northwestern land. Derek, safe travels. Get that pizza, brother, and tweet out a pic uh, of, of that pie, okay? I'm good. Appreciate you guys. All right, appreciate you. There's Dr. Petey, Derek Peterson. So he's going to be in Evanston. We're on the deck here at Wilderness Ridge. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're here till 6. Come on by. Just fantastic weather, mid-70s, and just pleasant. Jay Moore, Mike Schuart, Schmitty back with more as Hale Varsity continues presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chime in, 402-466-ESPN, or email the show, chris at halevarsity.com. Just try me, try me. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. It's Hale Varsity presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Happy hour with Hale Varsity here at Wilderness Ridge. Here till 6, and uh, tell you what, man, there was... Some cold beer coming out from uh, the bar area. There's wine. There's appetizers. Armand is walking by saying what's up. He's a smiling dude. What a, what a, just a great spot. And uh, you're invited out. Mike Shuhart is here. Shuey is fantastic with Wilderness Ridge Golf. Blackshirt Husker NFLer and uh, the More To It podcast, Jay Moore. And, uh, of course, you see Jay on Big Red Wrap-Up. Uh, Elijah Herbal back at our, our studios and uh, can email chris at halevarsity.com. Uh, we are going to get into some questions. So uh, good stuff from Derek Peterson. He's on his way to Evanston. Bill Dolman is 20 minutes away. The infamous Clausborn is set to go. He's a little less angry because there's going to be football this weekend, but he was not a happy guy last weekend and took it out uh, with some of his selections. So, uh, Jay, let's start off with this. Got a question in uh, on the uh, the email. And uh, with your background defensively, any explanation? I know Coach Fisher was asked about it a little bit by our friend Mitch Sherman. You know, did Nebraska play aggressive enough? Did they want to? Did they were they able to play as aggressive as they wanted to? 
against Ohio State specifically because, I mean, it's been two weeks since there's been football, and everyone you bump into who loves uh, the Big Red is like, you know, uh, Nebraska gave too much bleep and cushion to the Ohio State wide receivers. Why were the DBs off so much? Why uh, were the safeties back so far? Of course, you got Newsom, and of course, you got Farmer, and probably some Noah Pollard Gates, and maybe some Gifford action tomorrow, at least in the first half. I think the young kids are, are really going to be dynamite players for Nebraska. They can tackle, they're fast, they're good in space, they know what they're doing. Uh, all that being said, uh, you were able to, uh, to sign a few footballs and then throw a pass and complete it with that cushion. What, what did you see from Nebraska's back end against Ohio State? Worries against Northwestern? I mean, you won't see a similar game plan. I mean, listen, those guys that that lined up at <laughs> they're going to be on the, Sunday. The, the X and the Y and the Z and all you know at those positions. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be you know top two three rounds draft. I mean, they're going to be making millions of dollars. I mean, that that's a football millions game. of dollars more. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Wait, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying there's a payroll to me. <laughs> um, right. No. <laughs> um, I like it. Uh, you know, it's we, we talked about picking your battles. I mean, that game, listen, football becomes, for an offensive game, it becomes a lot more difficult in the red zone because the field shrinks. Hmm? So that's a game where Nebraska has to, if they want to have a chance, it needed to be a 35-38. Listen, Ohio State was going to get points. They're, they're I mean, arguably, they're the best offense in the nation. I mean, mm-hmm. you. Are, I mean, and they're gonna they're gonna get their stuff. You just you try to limit them to th- three points. I mean, you got you can't let them get over get behind you, and, and they still did. I mean, they still did it. You know, and like that's just gonna happen. I thought Boodle played a great game. Right. I mean, he just, got he got torched once. It's, just, it's gonna happen. Like they're too good. Like it's just you know it, it's when Nebraska doesn't have a good enough pass rush. Like that's just. You might get taken over top against top offense. Nate. It's probably going to happen. You know, you'd hope they may drop it or maybe get a hand on it. But listen, they're going to get their shots. Um, that's just a game where you just say, "Hey, well, we're going to play. We'll keep our cushion here. We'll keep everything in front of us. You guys, you know, we'll get, once you guys get kind of get across the thirty, now that field shrinks. Now mm-hmm. we can be a little. We, have to, we can we can play a little tighter and then tighten up and hold you to three points. And they did that a couple times. They just didn't. You know, Nebraska, well, honestly, that game of offense just didn't hold up the end of the bargain. Like, people get so frustrated. Like, you know, we're, we have seven first-rounders in our defense, and why are we playing like this? Like, Nebraska has good football players. But we don't have elite cover guys either. We don't have elite defensive linemen yet to, to rush the passer. Like, you got to pick your battles. Like, mm-hmm. And I, people are like, well, I know they get frustrated. Like, well, that sounds like you're just trying not to lose. Well, kind of. Like you're playing the best. You're playing the best. You're playing the best team in the nation. Here's the game plan. The Here's very, why it's going to work. The very first game of the year. Now this is not. You're not playing. You know, South Dakota State or I mean, I can't say Cincinnati because Cincinnati's one of the, a really good football team. But you don't. You don't have. You know, a directional school or something to experiment and see what we have. Your warm-ups number right. one in the country, right? Or you, number two in the country. Correct. So again, you have to. You know, you have to. You know, I'm going to keep using golf. Uh, terms because you know we're we're here at wilderness. wilderness. Yeah. Sometimes you got to lay up on a par five, you know, and 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 just say, I hope like a wedge it close and make a birdie. If not, I'll take my par and and, and go home mm. and, go, and move on. And that's just what they they tried. And it listen, the offense didn't hold up them their deal. I mean, defense forty two points. Yeah, uh, you know, or excuse me, um, 
42. 42, yeah, because they got yeah, the the, scoop and right, score. The scoop and score. So they, 45, you know, yeah. 45, you know, and they did their, you know, they can play a little better, but again, it's the, you're playing one of the best teams in the nation. Shuey and, and Jay, I, I thought with third down, what do you do on third down to get off the field? Ramsey's accurate, Ramsey's mobile. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think Feldarius Payne and JoJo can be big tomorrow. I'm anxious to see Rodgers and Robinson do their thing. I think Jordan Riley will make an appearance. And I'm not really worried about Nebraska's young kids being scared of the moment, per se, uh, in that first half, in for Cam Taylor Britt or uh, in for, uh, for Deontay Williams. But they're going to get picked on. So... When third down happens, and if it's third and five or longer, which is what you want as a defense, how do you think Chins will play it? Do you, do you send a spy or some pressure? I know we talked with Derek about it, and he's right. Went on first and second down, jackass. I, I get it. But from a third down, and Nebraska gave up some third and longs. I mean, Nebraska did well at times against Ohio State on first and second down, and it was the third down scramble. That, that killed him, and it, that's what screws defenses in college footballs, the third down scramble. You hate those guys that are mobile. Yeah, well, that's what happens. You bring pressure. You want to bring pressure, you're going to get man-to-man situations. So what happens in man-to-man situations? Backs get turned because they're, they're facing the wide receivers. You break and the right off. You, and, if yeah. you lose contain, then he off, off to the races. No, I mean, Ram, let's be honest, Ramsey is not Justin Fields. No, he's I not. Mean, he's, um, and, I mean, I think I told you on, on, on maybe a Monday and – um, you know, the most frustrating thing about the third the third long uh, uh, conversion was, you know, we had him pinned back. We almost got a safety on Justin Fields in that sack, and then they get a draw. Like, just have better situational IQ football the okay. team needs. But, and again, you get that from playing football and not practicing football. you got to actually do it in a game. Um, so, listen, they're going to bring pressure. They like to bring pressure. They can get pretty exotic with, with that 3-4 look that they have. Um, you're going to see a lot of different stuff, you know, coming. JoJo... They love to bring JoJo. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see, the, you know, like to bring some A-gap, A-gap blitzes with, with Honus or Colin Miller. Um, you're going to see some exotic stuff just because, you know, I don't I don't know if we can just sit back there and, and rush four. I mean, granted, I, Ohio State had a really good offensive line, but can Caleb Tanner and, and, and um, Garrett Nelson and Feldarius Payne, can they can they win one-on-one right now? Good enough to, to you, you trust them to do that? I don't know. I don't know if they're good enough to – you want to trust them to say, you get there, we'll sit back there with seven – and hopefully we can, you know, keep everything in front of you. But I think they're, they're going to bring the heat. We'll wind down uh, this first hour. We're here at Wilderness Ridge. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. Out on the deck here till 6. And uh, get yourself uh, a burger, get a steak. Their, uh, their, their beef stroganoff is incredible. And the wine and appetizers, uh, just tremendous. The heaters are out, too. So... Uh, now that we need them, but it's going to be just That's a gorgeous it. night. You don't need them. Mike Schuart's here, Jay Moore, Chris Schmidt. We'll wind down Hour 1 with Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Roadshow Friday. It's happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're here at Wilderness Ridge. Chris Schmidt, Mike Schuart, and Blackshirt Jay Moore. A reminder about your friends at West Blue Realty. Are you moving in 2020? You could be. And if you're looking for a, a residential home in Lincoln or surrounding community, West Blue Realty can help out in a big way. You mentioned Hale Varsity, and they can help provide up to $1,000 on the closing of your next home purchase. Tom Luby is outstanding. Give Tom a shout at 402 540 
337-0368. Kelly Hofschneider, he's awesome. Kelly can uh, take that phone call as well with West Blue Realty, 402-202-2312. It pays to work with West Blue, westbluerealty.com. Go see him. Get an appointment to 1120 K Street, Suite 200. Tomorrow is a big day in the Schmidt household because... Uh, this uh, thing we are growing above our uh, upper lips could get uh, hacked off, thankfully, with a Nebraska win. My brother has a little up top, but he's got the Magnum P.I. thing going. Uh, I walk in to get the show ready. Jay and Chewie both say, when's your photo shoot later, Ron? <laughs> or uh, John, uh, you know, when's the shoot later? <laughs> uh, I look goofy. Uh, more goofy than normal, but you're still sitting with me, and I appreciate it. I I need this thing to go. I can't wait to shave. I know it's no shave November, and that's an that's an incredible charity and in, in, in cause. But the Schmidt household, uh, Uncle Mark, myself, we need to. <laughs> we all need a win. I mean, can I yeah. just get a Nebraska football win in 2020? I mean, we God, all dude. need a win. 2020 right? sucks. Can we get some good football leagues, you know, when we can play? Nah, you're Is not, that too much to ask for? You're not wrong. You're not for wrong. For the sake of Pete? Hey, it, it can happen tomorrow, man. We'll get our, oh, predictions. We'll get our predictions here in less than an hour. Claus Burns going to be with us, and uh, he'll have his uh, picks. So will Elijah and... I'm working on a six consecutive steak and a beer win over Elijah. God, I can't believe you six I, in a row. Yeah, well, I've got five in a row. I think it'll be. I can't game. believe the the Vikings did that to the Packers on Sunday. I, I just, thought there was. I thought I didn't even need the nine and a half. <laughs> no, <laughs> Elijah's going to knock us off air. Oops, accident. Uh, shortly, but no. I mean, yeah, it's it's been a crazy NFL season, uh, to say the least. Uh, but it's it's good that there's football. Uh, plenty of Big Ten to get into. I mean, this – I don't think Harbaugh is, is going to have to find his own way home tomorrow from Indiana if they lose. But it's getting heated in Ann Arbor. Uh, Iowa fans are up in arms for sure after you blow a 17 nothing lead. And they want baby Ferentz gone. Well, I was the, dealing with something internally right now. That oh, just a touch. I think is – Yeah, they – yeah, Nebraska, you know, just get, let's, let's, let's play all Nebraska for trying to play football. But Iowa has a $20 million lawsuit going on with some former players that, mm-hmm. you know, no one really wants to talk about too much, it seems like. Well, and it'll be interesting with, with Barda. It'll be interesting with uh, Ferentz if this is uh, their last stand, as in, hey, let's just kind of ride off into the sunset. And that's how it is. Uh, I'd be interested to see. Uh, where Iowa would go for their next head coach. I don't think Stoops would get into coaching again, but a 60-year-old big game Bob wouldn't mind his time as AD, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Maybe you go that route. We will uh, be back. Hour two is coming up. Happy hour with Hale Varsity, Chris Schmidt, uh, Mike Schuart, Blackshirt, Jay Moore, the pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman's coming up. Hale Varsity continues, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. 
Thanks for hanging out. It's Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow Friday. Happy hour with Hale Varsity here at Wilderness Ridge. Chris Schmidt, Jay Moore, and of course Mike Schuhart. Numbers to get in 466 3776. 466 3776 800 825 5865. Amazing weather. It's been 70s plus. All week long, and uh, what a way to end it here uh, on the deck here at Wilderness Ridge. Here till 6 o'clock, but uh, can stay beyond and uh, enjoy phenomenal food, great menu, wine, beer, uh, plenty of cocktails. Scotty can make you at the bar and uh, get yourself a tea time this weekend while it's still spring and summer-like. Right, Chewy? That's right. It's been outstanding. Jay Moore played today, and... Uh, plays with people that, that that know his skill level, so it's not always we're not making people putt two footers, <laughs> which is good. Uh, I need to find new friends. Apparently, uh, let's or be uh, a better putter. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Uh, coming up, Clausbert. He is imaginary and wears red. The Friday forecast is coming up. We welcome in the pride of Fairbury. And NBC Sports, we say hi to Bill Dolman. Uh, Billy D., how are you? Uh, doing well. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the Huskers perhaps tomorrow uh, when they take <laughs> on Northwestern. Um, we don't have football out here in uh, Colorado, um, so nobody really has uh, a place to watch the game. So I'm going to try and find a way to uh, jerry-rig something up anyway. Well, you're invited over, man. Uh, just jump in the uh, the truckster and uh, find your way to to my folks's. So we'll just throw it on uh, on the big screen there. You're you're welcome. You just gotta take a temperature before you walk in. <laughs> As is the case everywhere. Well, I've got big red fever. I know that. You do. How you feeling about Saturday? Well, I feel great. Um, I, I think uh, you know. I, I thought Nebraska played reasonably well uh, in the opening game against Ohio State and I was looking forward to seeing how well they would res- they would respond in game two last week and unfortunately that just didn't happen but you know putting aside the score and in fact when I look back at the Ohio State game which I've kind of done and just reading about it and looking forward to this week I, I tend to forget that that was a 52 to 17 final score because I really thought um, you know that that we looked pretty good, actually. And, and and I think saw so many, I thought, areas of improvement, and most notably along both lines. I thought, uh, you know, I thought both sides of the ball of the line of scrimmage, Nebraska played with purpose, and they looked, you know, Big Ten ready. And, you know, not that the Big 12 was a patsy conference, and I'm certainly not going to put these guys in line with the pipeline or the great defensive lines with Junior Moneris. But nevertheless, I thought, you know, both sides of the line looked really, really good. And I think that was that's the most encouraging thing about moving forward. Bill Dolman's with us. The Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, his thoughts on the Big Red and uh, Bill, when you look at Nebraska, and we were talking about it in this first hour, it was a situation where, you know, Nebraska being a, a cleaner football team, and, and you just kind of roll your eyes and you're sick of talking about it, but it's a reality, and that is Nebraska kind of taking care of Nebraska 
and and playing a good four quarters of football. They did that a year ago in a really ugly kind of defensive struggle against Northwestern. But more times than not, when Nebraska's lost to Northwestern, it's been the turnover bug that's got them, and, and Northwestern just kind of finds a way to go blue collar and make some plays. Are you concerned at all about Nebraska uh, being able to turn that corner? Coach Frost talks about this soon without having a second game against Wisconsin. Can they jump from what you liked against Ohio State to Evanston tomorrow with just practice time in between? It eventually has to show up on the field. That's the most disappointing thing about having not played last week is is all the things that I thought that they looked, uh, the areas that they looked good in that opening game against Ohio State to see it, you know, follow up the next week. But again, I I just think anybody who has watched a lot of football and kind of knows the game and that you just you just see how they look. They looked sharper. They looked crisper. The tackling was better. I thought they played smarter. I thought there were so many things about what Nebraska did in that opening game against Ohio State where you go, yeah, it does look like there has been progress. And you know, Zach Duvall kept coming to my mind. I mean, they look like they're in better shape. And, you know, I was, I was thinking back as I was watching that Ohio State game. You know, I can remember a couple of games in years past, uh, an Illinois game, uh, certainly last year's game at Purdue, where I, I thought that there was just a whole lot of give up. And, you know, that they just didn't look ready to play. They didn't look like they, you know, were sharp. I mean, just everything about it just didn't and, and wasn't there. And I, I don't think... I, I just don't think we're going to see a replication of that this year. I think, you know, that Purdue, that Purdue game really sticks in my mind, but there's just no effort. And there was give up. There were guys not pursuing on plays, and they weren't playing smart. And I just thought against Ohio State, you know, it, it looked like that team is in better shape physically and mentally and played with more confidence maybe than we've seen in a long time. And that was going against Ohio State when – and a lot of teams are probably like, well, you know, we don't we don't have any confidence. It's not going to happen for us. But I thought Nebraska brought a competitive edge that we haven't seen in a while, and that's why I wish we had seen them play last week to see that for a second consecutive week, and then and then going to Northwestern after you know a win over Wisconsin. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing some continuity and competitiveness and sharpness that I think was evident as as a as a foundation for this football team. Bill, so do you believe that in Scott Frost when he says his team is close to the corner? Um, you know, it's, but it's also the same coach that said, uh, you know, this week we had our best week of practice, but it didn't ever show in the football he's field. He's not been saying recently, though. Yeah, no, he yeah. has not. He has not, but they said he's close. Uh, do you believe this team is close? Yeah, I do. Just just because, of, you know, uh, you know, Sugar, you've been around the game. You know when when teams are ready. You know when guys look. You, you probably lined up against an opponent going, this guy's ready to play football, you know, and then you line up somebody and it's like, this guy's ready to play football, you know. And I just think it, it appears to me that that team has put some time into the weight room. It's, it's put some time into, you know, team building, as esoteric as that can be. It just seems like there's a, a, a crispness, a sharpness, a togetherness, 
a readiness that hasn't been there in the past. And that's not the fault Scott's last couple of years, but now we're seeing that, you know, the guys who have bought into the program and want to be there. So, yeah, I think there's the opportunity to turn whatever corner and, and, and you know, and move forward full steam ahead. But I, I think there was a lot to like outside the final score uh, against Ohio State. Who's it? Let's put it, and that's a great football team. Uh, and, and someday I think Nebraska will be back there and probably sooner rather than later. And what did I, 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 I you guys verified this for me. Nebraska still has like 70 or 80 players who are in their third year or less in the program. I'm talking redshirt sophomores or younger. I mean, that's, that's amazing to me. And I've heard the comment that, you know, that Scott wants this team to get old and stay old. And, you know, I, I remember the days back, you know, in the 70s and 80s when teams would talk about lining up against Nebraska and Nebraska guys had beards and mustaches and beards and the other guys were working on their first Bic Razor. And I think that if, as soon as we can start doing that, that's, that's going to be a significant thing. And you've got a, a culture of players that are now going to grow up in this program, and I think it's very healthy going forward. Bill Dolman's with us, the pride of Fairbury, NBC hey, Sports, Hale Varsity Radio. Happy hour with Hale Varsity here at Wilderness Ridge on the deck. Billy D, it's what, 16 years, 17 years ago, we started doing shows on the deck, man. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a couple of days, that's for sure. You were working it on is, your first and... deck. Go ahead. I said you were working on your first big razor. <laughs> I, I, we have been growing stashes uh, till Nebraska <laughs> wins. The Schmidt family has, mom and wife excluded, of course. Um, <laughs> and uh, my brother and I are praying for a win tomorrow, so we quit getting, well, taste, quite frankly. So uh, we look a, a little creepy. With Nebraska's offense, you know, Bill, I think the offensive line's the, the winner tomorrow. I think they can plow away. I think Northwestern on the interior is not as deep as they need to be. They hung on uh, for dear life against Iowa. Their linebackers are great. But I think this is a a, a big time kind of grow up game for a quarterback who's played a lot of football and Adrian Martinez when it comes to taking care of the football. Bill, do you worry about that with Adrian? Because some guys that are really good players just are either fumblers or they just are, are mistake prone as many big time plays as they make uh there are some detrimental ones and and, a, and adrian kind of owned that this week with his meeting with the media can can he turn a corner uh, when it comes to taking care of the football interceptions are going to happen from time to time i get it but i'm more interested about hanging on to the football because he's so good running with the football Okay, you know, I, I hear the, uh, I own it, and, I, and I've watched the press conferences, and I've heard the comments and all that, and that's great. And I'm not going to come down on him. But it, 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 that, that kind of statement reminds me of, yeah, yeah, i got to do a better job. It's the old, the, the guy who uh, gets burned on a play or makes a mistake, and then they get up and they pat their chest like, yeah, 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 it's on me, it's on me. Well, no kidding, it's on you. But don't do that, Okay. <laughs> I mean, it just drives me nuts. Like, yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. We know. We're watching. You blew it. You know, you shouldn't hit the guy out of bounds. Or you shouldn't let the, you know, the receiver get 10 yards past you downfield. Okay, we get it. You shouldn't be fumbling the football at this stage. That's, it. That's maybe job one in this game. Is you got to take care of the ball. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. 
then just go do it. And I got to believe, you know, I know he got the majority of the snaps at Ohio State, uh, snaps at Ohio State. But if if Luke McCaffrey hadn't put the ball on the carpet once, that we might be looking at it, at Luke starting this week. I mean, I really think in, in watching both of those guys play that Luke's not that far behind. And, and I'd said Adrian ought to be the guy going in because of his experience. He's played against Ohio State. Luke's played against Cherry Creek and Rock Canyon. Okay? But in watching those two guys, <laughs> there is not a lot of difference. But whoever's going to take care of the football is going to be the guy. And, and Adrian can say, yeah, it's my bad. It is. So don't let it happen. And you're in your third year now. And it's been too much of a problem for too long to keep that job at this stage of his career and at this stage of the program for Scott and for that offense. That offensive line looks better. He's got some weapons. Maybe Mills has got to have more than 29 yards rushing. Oh, my God. He, he, if he's going to be the guy, he's got to be the guy he was as a freshman at Georgia Tech when he had almost 800 yards. I mean, he has got to be a more productive He's got to get the ball, though, man. they got to get him the ball. He only carried it that's, nine times. That's true. That's true. But it, and the other thing is, I mean, Adrian, I think this is the week where we're going to see Nebraska take some chances. There was no downfield threat at all against Ohio State. Zero. I mean, they might have been, they might as well have been running patterns with Chris Garrett and Will Washington, you know. But <laughs> Leave now, Garrett alone. Come this on, is, man. This is, this is the game where you've got to stretch the field. They didn't do that at all against the great Ohio State secondary. But I, I think this is one where the field's got to open up. Bill Dolman's with us, the Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, uh, talking Nebraska Northwestern. Bill, um, what do you see from Nebraska's defense? I've got about two minutes here. I need your thoughts on the Husker D. And also, uh, I need the infamous Bill Dolman score prediction before we say goodbye. Well, Nebraska's got to play smart defensively. And I, I don't know if anybody caught this where Scott was talking about they've been working on tickle tackling so that nobody gets charged for targeting at all. Um, so that you'll, see, you'll see a lot of <laughs> guys like that are going to go for night. the ribs. You're going to see guys going for the bottom of the foot. That's a new um, I think it's going to be really cute defensive play by the Huskers so they didn't get, don't get called for targeting. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think Nebraska's defense looked uh, just like the whole thing. I think Nebraska looked pretty solid defensively. Just play smart, though. I know you've been you've been amped up for two weeks to play. Just go play. Don't have penalties. Don't make dumb mistakes. And I think the defense is going to be uh, fine, especially when they get those guys back from uh, their targeting stuff. I don't think this is a big threat like Ohio State was. But uh, as far as what's going to happen, look, I, I think this is we got we're going to see Elante Brown at home, and we're going to get him, give him a chance to stretch the field, and we're going to see Omar Manning. And I think what you're going to see from Omar Manning is to be the threat that Nebraska brought him in to be. Uh, in junior college, he had, what, 35 catches for 700-some yards uh, receiving, uh, mm -hmm. 727 yards and six touchdowns last year. I'd look for those same numbers tomorrow. I think Omar Manning <laughs> goes for 35 catches, 727 yards, six touchdowns. The average score in the Big Ten between these two teams is 27-24. I'd reverse those numbers. Nebraska 72, uh, Northwestern 42. <laughs> Bill Dolman says a shootout tomorrow in Evanston, and Nebraska goes beyond half a hundred, 72 to 42. Take the overs, says Billy. And a big Billy day D. for Omar Manning. 
I think Omar will be nice. Hopefully he's in for enough plays to make a dent or at least create some space for Wandale. Uh, Bill Dolman, the pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, uh, out here on the deck at Wilderness Ridge. A happy hour with Hale Varsity. Uh, Billy D, have a great uh, Saturday and weekend. We will get caught up with you next week as uh, Penn State comes to town. Thanks for your input today. And three weeks from today, biathlon and cross country on the networks of NBC Sports. Bill Dolman will have that anchored and ready. Billy D, take care, buddy. <laughs> Go Big Red. There he is. Pride of Fairbury. Uh, we'll have some thoughts here. More Nebraska Northwestern. Clausborn, the forecast on the way. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. We will be back. I, I, I guarantee you that. We will be back. We'll get this thing turned around. You know, I've got a track record of winning football games here. Kicking ass and taking names. And that's we'll get back to doing that. I, I promise you that. As long as I'm the leader of this program, that's that's going to be the mindset. But for the future, for 2020 and beyond, we will be back. I, I, I guarantee you that. We will be back. I can't wait. That's Pat Fitzgerald about kicking ass, taking names, and the program being back. Northwestern off to a 2-0 start. We're here. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. Uh, as uh, here till 6, Jay Moore is here. And Mike Schuart's here. There's a B.J. Nannan sighting. Yeah. And B.J.'s he's three-point distance, man. I mean, he's just going to launch from three. And uh, one of them divot dogs going to hit the putt. He, and he'll make it every time. Yeah, right. right. We're talking about two-foot putting and how bad Schmidt is at putting. <laughs> I need to get with Shuey and, and Little Nan, and it sounds like. Let's go get a lesson from Little Walker right there, man. He'll take care of you. <laughs> I'm going to end up handing my keys over to him. <laughs> That's for sure. That's a given. Yeah, we uh, we heard from Pat Fitzgerald, and you know how bad Northwestern was last year, 3-9. and nine. Their offense was horrific, the great defense. And then you fast forward, or I should say rewind two years ago, what happened? I mean, they, they had an 0 for non-conference. They blew a lead to Michigan, but they were 8-1 and one and won the West. And uh, he has that program stabilized. He has uh, an awesome grad transfer. They were hurting at quarterback. The Clemson kid didn't pan out, but he has Nebraska, he has Northwestern playing really good football, and this is driver's seat time, Jay and Shuey. Northwestern wins. It's kind of them and Purdue because who knows what happens with Wisconsin. Uh, Illinois is Illinois, and uh, Minnesota's 0-2. Iowa's 0-2. So this is huge for Nebraska, very big to get to 3-0 and for Northwestern. Don't and you, don't very, think, very winnable game, though, for Nebraska. Don't you think the team knows that, too? They do. That how important the game is? I mean, as far as... Well, every game's important, you know. But, that, but this one a little more so because it's like you got Purdue and you have Northwestern well, that are 2-0, and and you're sitting right there, and it's like you can take care of business with I mean, the, the West is down this year. I mean, it's not It's not your... Well, so far, I mean... Football's just It's crazy. weird. It's weird. I mean, you, you know, Minnesota was such a good football team last year. They're, they are not what they were last year. Um, Iowa's not what they were last year. You know, Purdue is better than what people thought, you know, and uh, so far through two games, and Rondell Moore has not played, you know, and... Um, but Bell's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. His <laughs> uh, money. So it's 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 goofy. I mean, it's, it's obviously 2020 has been a crapshoot. So it, crazier things have happened. But listen, I mean, Nebraska can can if you know they play these last uh, six games, you know, and go, you know, what's that, uh, five and one? Sure. I mean, 
You it, lose it, a pen, it, it's, it is there for Nebraska, yeah, I mean, and I don't want to sound like I've I've been throwing big red Kool-Aid all day. I think I, based on what I saw with Ohio State, and you get it done tomorrow, you're good on the line to scrimmage. You're pretty deep. As long as you don't screw yourself, you should be okay yeah. to run the football. You got a good quarterback. Yeah. You got you, you got a McCaffrey factor. You've got these these young pups. I mean, listen, the thing that's hurt Nebraska's wide receiver play, right? The last 100%. two post Stanley Morgan, it's been wide receiver play. So what's the mindset been? All right, no block, no rock. I get it. But eventually you got to say, okay, let's work together and let's get our dudes that can be ball players on the field. And I think you're going to see that with Lubick starting tomorrow, and it's only going to grow. You're going to see Mills. Uh, do his thing, and you got a, a one-two punch at quarterback run, and you got Robinson and Casey Rogers rotating in along with Stilly. You still haven't seen much of, of, of Jordan Riley. You'll see him tomorrow. Okay, he's a monster. And then you still got snacks on the interior that gave you some good snaps. So I love Nebraska's depth, and you get Will Honus playing like he is. Some of these young pups. You get Luke Reimers back. Yeah. And I like him a lot. Spend a second on, on Reimers yeah, yeah. with how he can affect tomorrow. Well, he, he has speed. Like he's he just has, so he's fast. He has he has right? a he has a burst. I mean, he just that's he's athlete, he's athletic. That's just right. You don't. It's just a god. It's just a god-given thing he has. It's it's just that burst. I mean, he can he can get to point A to point B really quick, mm-hmm. and that's. I mean, Pretty you important. want that? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you can he can he can maybe take a misstep and and make it up. Um, he can maybe what looks like a five-yard gain into a, a, a no-yard, you know, a, a tackle for loss maybe, or, you know, right around the line of scrimmage. A Good one-yard IQ. Game. Yeah, and it's, I mean, the the play he made at Maryland last year, I know that was, you know, I mean, we that was a, that was a, that was a butt kicking, but he made it late in the game and in garbage time, but you're like, you're like whoa! Like where you saw a pop, you saw a burst, something like whoa! We haven't seen, so I've I'm seen fast, anyone right? do that in a long time in this defense. Someone just sticks their foot in the ground and go makes a play, and it's like whoa! That that looked different. You know, we haven't mm-hmm. seen that. Um, so I, I, what he can provide, I mean, listen, I mean, obviously, <laughs> when you play as a true freshman as a walk-on, like that doesn't happen. No. You're that, either really good or they're really thin. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of both. Yeah, and they were thin. I mean, that's how – I mean, our special teams last year were so bad. But, I mean, but he's – he that, that just shows you the talent he, you know, he can bring. And I, I, I like that he's available. And, you know what, tomorrow if they're really going to tr- – if they're truly turning the corner, you you got to win this football game. Yeah, absolutely. you got to win this football game if you're, if you're truly talking about turning the corner. We're going to get into uh, predictions here with Clausburn and the – Friday forecast shortly. Jay Moore, Mike Shuart, Chris Schmidt, Wilderness Ridge is where we are at. Happy hour with Hale Varsity. We're out on the deck. It is just beautiful. Sun is going down, and it is still just very pleasant weather. Let's hear from Coach Gary Barnett. Barney was with us yesterday in the 5 o'clock hour. You know his ties to Northwestern, took the purple to Pasadena. And, you know, this is the question that has been on our mind a, a long time, and it's on Nebraska fans' mind because – this thing is slated to go 27-24, right? So this is part one from Barnett on just why. Why is this game so close every year, year after year? Why is it – what is it about Nebraska-Northwestern? Here's Barnett. I think having Nebraska new to the league, you mm-hmm. know, and, and being a I – th- I think – 
Northwestern probably looks at Nebraska much like uh, I looked at Iowa when when I got there, and that is just a great deal of respect for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you talk about great programs through the years, you know, Nebraska's in the top ten and uh, through, through the last 50 years of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think it's really just a great deal of respect, and when you really respect somebody, you usually give it your best shot. One last thought here from uh, Coach Barnett on, on just how tight these games have been. You're going to play a, a well-coached football team when you play Northwestern. Mm-hmm. They're not the most talented, but they, they have enough, and they're well-coached, and that's, uh, that's what you got to do. you gotta, you got to beat a well-coached team, and you, the only way that happens is a great deal of respect and uh, be well-coached yourself. That's Gary Barnett. So does history repeat itself tomorrow? Does this thing stay tight? Does Nebraska kind of use their advantage, their athletic advantage tomorrow? Or is that just how this this chapter and verse is always going to be written between Nebraska and Northwestern? Don't uh, completely give me a prediction tomorrow, but, you know, your gut says what about tomorrow? Is this thing back and forth or... Is this thing where Nebraska can kind of get a lead, keep their lead, and, and breathe easy? I mean, it looked great two years ago, and then yeah. let's empty the liquor yeah. cabinet. They went 99 yards and got a game-tying <laughs> game field goal yeah. Right, yeah. to go to overtime. For, for them to go 10 points in like four minutes yeah. or three and a half minutes or whatever it was was statistically impossible, like, it, 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 99.9. Like, nine, yeah, uh-huh. We're talking Georgia, Nevada numbers, right? <laughs> About razor thin. Yeah, I think I fully expect Nebraska to play well. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I I think you know they got you know they showed some good things and just, they they can carry it over. Um, I I do think they have a chip on their shoulder. I think they feel like they're slighted. I think you know they 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 heard the national media. Um, I think. You know they're ready to play against Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin. So I think they're they're have a little chip on their shoulder and they're come out and, and play really good football. That chip is huge. We've heard about the um, us against the world mentality, but I think you can absolutely um, use it between the national media, the league itself, the lack of communication from from Commissioner Warren. I mean, there's a lot of motivational buttons it's a whole typewriter here Shuey, yeah for and 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 jay for coach frost this season and he's come he's gone at it the right way with the thankfulness hey we're happy to be playing football we want to play football we're excited but he's always he's kind of gone about it too is well we've gotten screwed a little bit we're talking about bad hands here and we're getting rocked Murphy's at Blackjack, right yeah yeah he's- so you can you can dig into that you can get your team ready you've had enough reps in practice now translated but uh, i'm anxious the thing for me too is is obviously we've, we've spent time on third downs and and how key it is for nebraska to 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 not get ohio stated right or just get off the field but the other side of it too is kind of a, a follow-up game of horse or pig or whatever uh, to, to win that, you always got to make the shot again. You got to prove it. Well, Nebraska's lines of scrimmage played so well against Ohio State. Uh, they got another opportunity to kind of go prove it again against Northwestern that there's some talent there. But, man, between Jurgens and your guard play, you can really hammer that middle of the Northwestern defense that keeps those linebackers clean. They're thin and they're 
they, they two games in, they've played a lot of snaps on the interior. Mm-hmm. I, here's, I mean, this is a score prediction. I think Nebraska runs it 30-plus. Runs the ball 30 times? Yeah, plus. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that with, with Mills and QB run game, I think you're, Mills will be in the 18 to 20. He needs to be. And you're going to probably have yeah. Taylor or... You know, and then and then uh, Taylor, Taylor Martinez, Adrian, yeah, I <laughs> Adrian, that all the time too. <laughs> Adrian, and then Luke probably get mm. get some looks. Um, I mean, thirty You'll plus. Prob- fair, I mean, fair to say, twenty Q runs tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's very important. I yeah. think it's I think it's very important to get that QB run game going. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, thirty plus, probably maybe like forty plus. I mean, if they I'm get good with it. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting, you know, six, no, well, sixty five. 70 snaps, you know, if I'm, not I'm, more, you know, I think, I mean, I, honestly, that was, that was kind of a weak prediction. I mean, it might be 40 plus, you know, that the, they, they the, get the, the, keep the ball on the ground. The, the play action part of this offense is what I love, right? I love how you can sting defenses. I think Austin Allen can be big. I think you're going to see, I'm not quite ready to go Bill Dolman with the uh, 700 <laughs> yards, 36 catches tomorrow for, <laughs> For uh, for Omar Manning, but I, I am ready to see some some gash plays, and that's how you'll you'll convert against Northwestern. Friday forecast is coming up. Clausburn, Elijah Herbal, Mike Schuart, Jay Moore, Schmitty will make our predictions next. We're here happy hour with Hale Varsity on a Friday out on the deck, uh, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. He's in his thirties. But sounds like he was born with a stogie in one hand and a brew in the other. Now, say my name. It's Schmitty on Hail Varsity Radio. I got the body of a taut, preteen Swedish boy. Like to have you back. It's Hail Varsity Radio presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chris Schmidt and, uh, of course, Mike Schuhart. Jay Moore, Blackshirt Husker NFLer. It is that time. As we are out on the deck here, happy hour with Hale Varsity. An amazing Friday night here on the deck. We uh, welcome in Clausburn, and it is Friday forecast time. Claus, how are you? Well, I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, despite my best efforts, this segment seems, shall we say, a little more legal uh, than it has in the past. <laughs> it, it is a little I, bit I legal, Claus. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to get political or anything on you. I remember, I'm old enough to remember when the Electoral College was Kansas State's opening week opponent. So I apologize for getting too too ahead of myself here. That's pretty good. Let's uh, get the music cranked up and get into it here. Is I love the Friday forecast. We got a crew to get rolling. BYU and Boise tonight. Minus three and a half Cougars. I love the BYU quarterback. Boise in the blue turf. I'm buying BYU. Give me the Cougars 37-28, the win, the cover, as they get it done in Boise. Elijah. Uh, I'm with you. I really like uh, Zach Wilson, that BYU quarterback. I think he's got NFL written all over him. Uh, and a little fun story, uh, Zach Wilson almost committed to Boise State, so maybe this is a bit of a, a game for him to prove something. Uh, so I like BYU big in this one. I think they're a team. Uh, give me BYU 35, Boise State 21. Jay Moore. I like Boise as well. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Boise in this one, 32-24. Okay, uh, Shuey. Dang, everybody's going with BYU. I, I went, I went BYU. I, I, BYU. I got to go with them too. I like that quarterback. He's really good. So, thirty-five, twenty-four. Okay, Claus. What do you got, BYU or Boise? 
Well, you know, Christopher, last week you said something about Penn State being unable to do the whiteout against Ohio State. And even if they had a full stadium standing room only, they would not be as white a crowd as what would be at a BYU-Boise State game. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I'll take BYU in this one. I think they've got it. <clears throat> 31 and Boise State 17. Florida, Georgia, the COVID cocktail party. And you got the, the Gator offense against that Georgia defense. And in, in 2020, I am taking offense over defense. And uh, give me the Gators in uh, a close one, but a cover 20, uh, make that 31-27. The win and cover by Mullen and that visor. Jay Moore, what do you got? I'm going, I'm going with the Gators as well on this one. I... I love their uniforms, love the Jordan brand. I mean, I just I like what Dan Mullen's doing down there. They got the offense crews and gave me the Gators as well. Oh, I wanted to say 31-24 as well. I can't do, do it. what you do, but I'll say. I said 31-27. No, 31-27. So. I'll say 31-24 then. How okay. about that? So touchdown win. Yep. Should we? Jay picking teams like Nancy does Tough based on the uniform. Team. I like it. No, they make turnovers. So i uh, go 28-24. All right, 28-24. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Bulldog. Elijah, what do you got? Yeah, I like Georgia's lines of scrimmage too much. Uh, I'm with Mike exactly. I actually give me Georgia 28, Florida 24. Clausburn, what do you have, Florida or Georgia? Well, when looking at the Florida-Georgia line, I think it's really S-I-M-P-L-E, simple as can be. And may we all just roll our windows down and cruise through this one. Because uh, that's how we roll. God, your mama, me, we like to get our shine on and dig down in the dirt. Really, really look tough at this one. And I agree, if you don't get that, ask Husker Nick on Monday morning. Uh, <clears throat> I, I like Florida in this one. I like the Gators uh, 31 and the Bulldogs 21. All right, Harbaugh may need some new khakis if they uh, lose at Indiana. Michigan minus three and a half. Uh, I feel good about Michigan. They have been running and running laps for weeks after uh, not respecting Michigan State. Give me uh, Michigan uh, 38. Give me Indiana 31. The win and cover for Michigan on the road. Elijah, what do you got? There's two ways I can go with this. Michigan can either respond after the loss or they could let things uh, uh, turn into a rock rolling downhill. Uh, not sure where I was going with that one, but uh, I think it goes the latter way. Uh, I know what you wanted to say. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, that Indiana uh, is a good football team. I think they get the win. Give me Indiana 31, Michigan 28. Jay Moore. i got to take Michigan in this one. They're a really good football team. I think they've got a, kind of a bad beat there against uh, Michigan State. And um, I, I'll take Michigan by 10 in this one. Wow. I like them. I think I think Harbaugh gets it figured out. Give me 31-21 Michigan. Okay. Uh, Shuey. Yeah, I like Michigan too. They're going to be not very happy about what happened last week and they're going to take it out on somebody and uh, they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, 38-21. Oh, wow. Yeah. Claus, what do you got here? Indiana or Michigan? Well, you know, it's funny. I called up my good friend Lloyd Carr earlier this week, and I said, you know, since you guys up there having such a hard time counting votes for things that happened way in the past, uh, maybe you could find a couple of AP ballots from 1997 and write that wrong. <laughs> and he hung up on me and blocked my number. So I'm going to take Indiana, <laughs> 31, and Michigan, 28. 
All right, let's get to South Bend. Clemson minus five against the Irish. I'm not buying it. Too much Clemson, too much defense, too much ATN. Uh, Clemson wins this uh, 31-24, the win and cover outright for for uh, Dabo and company, Elijah. Yeah, I think Clemson got things figured out a little bit last week, how to play without Trevor Lawrence, so I like them again this week. Uh, the cover, five points. It's a lot of points, especially with the backup quarterback, so give me Clemson 34, Notre Dame 31. Win for Clemson, but no cover. Jim, uh, Jim Jimbo, sorry. <laughs> Mine's nuts. Jay Moore. God, I like Notre Dame. Of course I like Notre you do. Dame in this one. Listen, they struggle to beat with Boston College without Trevor Lawrence. I, I listen. That's that's one of your best players now. I like Notre Dame this one. Let's go 28-24. Outright win. The Irish. Shuey. I'm an Irish. Also. All right. I don't like the Irish, but they got a good quarterback. Book is a good quarterback. Yeah. Good offense. Uh, yeah. They got a good offense. Um, I like I like the Irish. Okay. 24-21. 24-21. Claus, what do you got? Well, first of all, congratulations, Jay, on his promotion to head coach at Texas A&M by uh, Christopher there. That was quite nice. Uh-huh. Um, but I had a chance to, to go to a Notre Dame game at South Bend for the first time last year. And people say, well, uh, didn't you go <clears throat> when Nebraska played Notre Dame in 2000? I say, yes, but we turned that place into Lincoln. So I think I think it's about time Notre Dame wins the big game at home, and I'm going to take the Irish 31 and Clemson 21. So I'm in the minority here. We are going to do something we usually don't do with the Friday forecast, and that is carry over the Nebraska Northwestern prediction because we are up against it. Something fierce. Uh, that is correct. Is that not right, Elijah? Yeah, we got about. Uh See, 20 seconds here, or 30, 30 seconds. That's not enough time. Claus, can you hang on for a segment? Okay. <laughs> Claus, <laughs> Claus will be back for uh, the Nebraska Northwestern prediction with the Friday forecast. We're here at Wilderness Ridge. Jay Moore, not Jimbo. Mike Schuart, Chris Schmidt, Hale Varsity continues from Wilderness Ridge. Nebraska Northwestern prediction next. Miss us? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. We're on call for you. Catch the podcast at HailVarsity.com, the ESPN Lincoln app, or download them on iTunes. Saddle up, partner. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. Well, already some uh, some hate mail from our dear friend Jim Hansen, uh, tremendous offensive line coach at Pius the Tenth says you pick clemson you dog <laughs> he is saying notre dame 37 clemson 22 that is jim hansen our friend from pious 22 yeah he says 15 point win by the irish he's talking to kaczynski this week coach kaz and it's like the beers the, the coldest beer in america is at the uh, linebacker lounge mm. south bend after a win when you take over the stadium. <laughs> Let's get back to Clausburn and get our Friday forecast finale here. Nebraska Northwestern. Um, and, and you know what? I'm going to go first here, and I think Nebraska is ready to not only turn the corner, but they're going to peel out. And uh, give me Nebraska a win. Give me Nebraska uh, some flex on the lines of scrimmage. 
21. Ooh. Nebraska a win. Convincing. A cover. And you can be sipping that beer out of joy versus out of tension. No Tomorrow, tears. as a Nebraska fan, double-digit win for the Big Red in Evanston. If I'm wrong, we could all be pissed together Monday. <laughs> uh, Elijah. Yeah, uh, I think this is a game where North or uh, Nebraska, excuse me, looks like the better team. Uh, but I think Northwestern hangs around. I think they get a couple short fields uh, through turnovers. I think they they stick in it, but Nebraska pulls it out in the end. Give me Nebraska thirty, Northwestern twenty-seven. Thirty is the number. You're uh, you're right on, Jay Moore. I got I got to stick with my prediction. I made on Big Red wrap up and the preview pod. So I did twenty-four twenty Nebraska. I think I think Nebraska's plus two in the turnover category. I think Dedrick Mills gets going. Um, 2420. Okay, Joey. And I like what I saw at times out of Nebraska, and I think they're going to continue to do more of that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to really roll it. 42-24. Look Nebraska. at Joey. Bang. Bang. I like it. Claus, what do you got here, Nebraska or Northwestern? Well, after all of the guns that we took from people like Mike Wilbon, there is not a team on our schedule that I want to beat more than Northwestern. Take that back. I'd like to beat the Iowa Grand Wizards as well. But Northwestern <laughs> is really, really a team that's drawn my ire because he says, you know, what has Nebraska done? Well, let's take a look at what Northwestern has done, okay? Last time they won the conference was in 2000, and their consolation prize for tying in the conference was to go to the Alamo Bowl where they lost 66-17 to 17 to Nebraska. They have been to two Rose Bowls. Nebraska's been to two Rose Bowls, and we legally couldn't play in the dadgum thing for 50 years. So what does Northwestern do for anybody besides win quiz bowls? I'll take our athletes over their mathletes any day of the week. We win big, 31, and Northwestern 7. 30, ooh, Clausburn says 24. Steel chair... And the elbow. <laughs> there we have it. All right. Back at you Monday. We're here at Wilderness. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your football. Claus, you take care. Thank you. Okay. There he goes. That is Clausburn. Big thanks to Jay Moore. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Shuey, appreciate you. Ooh, thanks Many for thanks coming to out. Wilderness Ridge for having us. Thanks to Elijah Herbal. Back tomorrow morning, weekend edition at 7 a.m. with Hale Varsity. Take care.